As you listen to God's servant, Tayo Ladajo, may the vision of the finish and of God's high calling for the church be further increased in your heart to inspire accurate lifestyle and awaken in you the passion of the Lord and orchestrate the outbreak of the Spirit of God in the earth. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Two major characteristics of a lowly heart is meekness and humility. Meekness is teachability, where our heart is flexible in the hand of God. We become teachable, influenceable. A heart that is flexible, that is not fixed in his ways. Praise God. And that is beautiful. That is a structure, facility that will accommodate the glory of God. A humble heart. A heart that considers other people better than himself. A humble heart. And that is the, that is the fruit of transformation in the spirit. And when we have that, is preparation to enter into his rest. When we enter into the rest of God, we will have grace and anointing. When we enter into the rest of God, then, then every other thing in this world can be entrusted to you. God can entrust fame, entrust riches, entrust affluence when we enter into the rest of God. That's why Jesus says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God is the dealing of God that makes God to change our heart and our attitude. And the implication of that is that God counts us worthy to be able to manage and undo the kingdom of God. James chapter 1, verse 21 and 22. James 1, the Bible says, 1, 21, thank you. And 22, the Bible says, Wherefore, lay aside all what? Filthiness. And what? Superfluity of nothingness. The word filthiness is simply talking about shameful practice, sinful lifestyle. It's talking about, it's talking about filth, sinful lifestyle. A lifestyle embedded in filth and decadence. Sinful way of life. Naughtiness is talking about lawlessness. Lawlessness, not necessarily lifestyle, but attitude. Praise God. Malice, wrong heart posture. Malice and offense and bitterness. All of that are naughtiness. Praise God. The Bible says we should do what we them. Lay them aside. If you don't lay them aside, we may never overcome them. Laying them aside is simply repent of them. If we don't repent of them, we may never overcome them. At every given point in time, without repentance, there will be no redemption. Repentance is a prerequisite to redemption. At any phase. I'm not just talking about a non-believer becoming saved. I'm talking about a believer moving forward. In God. Without repentance, no redemption. But when there is repentance, redemption begins. Because repentance does something. When we repent, the Spirit of God is able to soften our hearts. So that's why the Bible says, receive with what? 
with meekness the engrafted word. Now, the word, the knowledge of the word may come, but the knowledge of the word does not become engrafted in us without meekness. And meekness only comes with repentance. When there's a repentant heart, when they have that respond, whenever God gives an order, whenever God says there's need to make corrections, and the attitude of my heart is a Lord, yes. You see, without the process of, our, of repentance, the Spirit cannot work on our heart. And it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have, that knowledge of the world will not change you. What makes the knowledge of the world changes us is that there is the background of the softening of the heart by the Holy Spirit, which only takes place through repentance. The word engraft is taken from agricultural terminology where we implant a particular stem of a crop to a different crop and life flows on it to bear fruit according to his DNA. Praise God. So it's a process by which the knowledge of the word of God takes your soul and detach your soul from the corruption which is the life of the flesh and implant it, insert it to eternal life which is the life of the spirit. And the original DNA of God reproduces itself in man. Amen. Thank you for listening to this timely word of the Lord. Thank you.